cliffcentral.com. We're going to cry, laugh, and love. And we're going to do it together. The Life with Libang podcast. Hey, hey, hey. It's Life with Lebang right here on cliffcentral.com. And as you know, every single week we get to a moment or a time where we get to be in studio with some awesome people, some selfless people who are giving of their own lives to make other people's lives better. To say the least, to put it very, very lightly. And I've been chatting off air with our guest today. And the things that she, she's telling me are scary isn't the word. To be honest, it's not like it scares me. It, it's horrific. Some of the things that she's just shared with me. And I, I, I want her to, to share it again. Just so everybody at home listening can just get an idea of the reality of some of the people that we live in the same country with. Because a lot of the times we're in a bubble, we're doing our own thing, we're minding our own business, we don't involve ourselves in a lot of things that don't, um, that don't involve us. But when you hear what our fellow South Africans are truly experiencing, then you, you should really stop to think that, hey, maybe I should do something. So I'm sitting with Aussie Cynthia Dinalane, and she's the founder of Tsukhofatsorona Welfare, which is a community organization based in Kempton Park. She has a shelter for abused women and vulnerable children. And since the year 2020, she's managed to help women to stand on their own and to know their worth as women. She also helps children um, to do everything that they they can, and especially children that have been through certain things. Um, and it seems as though she's taking care of about 180 underprivileged families around uh, Kempton Park and Tembisa. And our Cynthia was just telling me something so scary off air. And uh, our Cynthia, I'm going to ask you to please tell the audience <laughs> what you just shared with me because it shook me to my core. I'm still in disbelief about some of the things um, that you experience on the daily. Uh, good morning, everybody. My name is Cynthia Dinalani, the founder of Shirofazaruna Welfare, as they said. I'm dealing with abused women and children uh, in Kempton Park and Tembisa, but let me put it like this. I'm dealing with abused women and children in the whole of Gauteng uh, mm. because I've got people from Soweto, mm. from all over. So the reason I started my organization was because Kempton Park team beside Edinville, we don't have a place of safety yeah. for abused women. Mm. So I risk my life, mm. my children's life, mm. and then I put them in my, in my house. Mm. I'm staying with them in my house. And we are, I think we are 40, 49, if I'm not mistaken. Jesus. Yes. And we are self-funded. Oh. Mm. <clears throat> Sorry. And... I've got a child, two-year-old child that was raped. Oh, my God. Uh, they brought the child a month ago. Even now, the child cannot stand. 
the child cannot walk because of that pain. And I've got a 10-year that was raped more than 16 times. And that child is using pampers because she's damaged. And we are trying to do some fundraising for her to get a medical attention. Mm. Uh, Because we've got specialists that said we can help you, but because we are are not working at the government hospitals, Mm. we are working at uh, private hospitals, so we you must be... um, you must have money to pay the, yes. the, the, the hospital. Yes. But we as specialists, we can do that for free. Mm. So we are still struggling to get the, the funds and all that. And they said she must do the operation because, before she can see her parents. Mm. And I had God. a woman uh, that was raped and they took a razor blade and cut his private parts oh, and they Jesus. put chilies in that, in her private parts. So, I'm dealing with traumatic issues every day. This is extremely tra- traumatic. And yeah, so, you know, if they bring a child that was raped, they bring her as, as she is with blood stains, torn clothes, maybe they, they, the child doesn't have clo- shoes or something. So, Cynthia must make sure that the child uh, go to the bathroom and bath and go to the plastics of the clothes that people are donating for us and get clothes then give that child before she can be with other children. So it's very traumatic because, you know, I'm a human being also, but I'm of just course. saying thanks God for giving me the strength to to do that and to face all those things alone. I mean, it, it can't be easy. It doesn't sound like it's something that you can do. By yourself, it comes it's, it's a lot. You, yeah, you're, you're basically taking mm-hmm. the weight of so many other people and their traumas, mm. and you're carrying them yourself and putting them into your own home. So, are you getting the necessary help that you need to sustain the organization? Uh, unfortunately, I'm not getting the necessary help that I need. The only thing is I depend on donations. Uh, the community of Kempton Park, I, I want to say thank you so much because they are the ones that are helping me with everything that, uh, with everything to sustain the people in the house. And, and the unfortunate part of this is our water and lights bill, only water, 17.8. 17,800. Oh my God. And now they want to switch off the lights. They want to do that. They want to do that. They don't think about what I'm doing, that I'm helping Mm. the community. Mm. You understand? So, uh, uh, we don't have enough uh, sponsors. Mm. We don't have enough funders. I've got, I must have people to help me with the children. I've got 13 abandoned babies. Oh no. It was 12. Then yesterday they brought a two weeks old baby. Then which means it's 13 now. I don't understand. So the concept of abandoning your child, sure, there's many, many reasons, but uh, it, I, I'll, it'll never make sense to me. It'll, I'll never understand why you're keeping a child in the first place if you aren't able to look after that child. And then, well, Al Cynthia must now take on that responsibility because you can't guarantee what kind of life that child is going to have in the first place. So now you just, Throwing, you're basically throwing that child away. Mm-hmm. And imagine there are a lot of people outside that needs babies. They want babies with well, well, it's king. 
But they can't find the babies. God mm. doesn't give them babies. Instead, mudimo useless. So, but mm. now there's nothing we can do. We cannot throw those babies away. Of course not. Uh, we are here to give them love and to raise them. Mm. And then we just need uh, South Africa to help us to do this more. Yeah, with all the resources possible. Mm. So let's talk about the criteria that you look at when somebody's looking for safety. So you mentioned that you've got newborns and abandoned mm. little babies, and uh, some young girls and some women who've been raped. So can anybody knock on your door if they've been through something to come get help? Um, or is there a specific age group that you focus on? Is it only for 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 for, for ladies? Or can boys also come? Like what exactly uh, does welfare community organization focus on okay uh we've got a criteria that we use for for abundant babies it's zero to 15 years boys and zero to 18 years girls and then abused women they must come with a case number remember others will come and say if you don't have a case number someone will come and say i've been abused but you don't have a proof mm. only to find that that person need a place to stay just needs a place to yes. stay yeah so we concentrate on our own abused women and then we need a case number if you've got the case number and then we verify it with the police station and then that's where we can uh, accommodate you and then uh, just speaking on abused women like what kind of rehabilitation do you guys offer them what kind of care do you offer them while they are still with you guys uh we have social workers we've got psychologists that are helping us to 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 help those women because remember they need to to talk to the psychologists they must have sessions that they attend and they must have uh, uh, um healing processes that they must start and they must start with the social workers and psychologists. And as Chico our main aim was to give this woman a skills development so that they can know how to stand on their own. Uh, remember, they're staying with, uh, with this, uh, on these abusive relationships because uh, they don't have money for material things, let me put it like that. Others, the, the, the man doesn't want them to go and work. You understand? So they don't know anything. They don't have anything. So if you teach them how to do nails, how to do hair, how to bake, how to do sewing, at the end of the day, that person can open his, they can open their own businesses exactly. and then they start their own life. And they can be self-sustainable. Yeah, and mm. by, but for now, the ones that I have, I've managed to get jobs for them. Because Amazing. I go to all, to some companies and tell them about the organization, I manage to get jobs for them so that they can work they can work for themselves and go and rent rooms or flats or whatever and go and live their own lives there. Yeah, I, I also noticed that like a bigger uh, part of you know the, the the abused woman specifically is that they do come from these backgrounds or situations or relationships where their partners play a big role mm-hmm. in breaking their self-esteem. So their partners have all the control. The partners are the ones that bring in the money. Mm. The partners are the ones that control their lives. You can't go anywhere until this person says you can go somewhere. Exactly. So you be, you become dependent on them regardless of how they treat you. They yes. can do whatever they want with you. You are their they are property. Providing. They are mm. the providers. So mm. if you become self-sustainable, then you won't need them really. Exactly. So this is what we want to stop. Mm. We are trying to stop in fact. Mm. So because when they come to us, and then they attend the session. Meanwhile, they're busy with the sessions. I'm busy going in and out of the 
uh, restaurants, mm. companies, and get jobs for them. Mm. And then, you know, if they get job, if you can see how how they thank me, yeah. yo, 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 yo. they they even cry, saying, yo, in my entire life, I never worked, mm. so this is my first time, so I'm going to make sure. Wow, that I do the best that I can. Oh, but to see it, obviously, yes, because because uh, uh, imagine if uto dulale moto au sharpa because of dulale na you you begezela the shopping. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> because ubatla chela exactly. You understand my mm. point? And I tell people every day. Even the, the, the mothers, mm. if your child has been abused and the, your child is crying, say, coming to you, don't say, Begezela mm, You can't. Because there are many, many graves of Begezela outside there. Exactly. Uh, and our, 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 our mama, mm. our, our parents are saying, Exactly. This is what is killing our women. This is what is killing our country. This is what mm. makes gender-based violence a rate high because exactly. And I tell them, love yourself. And if you love yourself, you won't care about what other people are saying. Hundred percent. Because your safety comes first, your mm. happiness comes first. Mm. So if we're not talking then you're going to have a serious problem. You will. Yo, mm-hmm. I, I think Batubatlaring is a pandemic on its own. Yes. It's yes. a serious problem that we mm-hmm. need to just unlearn and mm-hmm. just change the culture altogether. Mm-hmm. Because it's, it's as you're saying, how many Begazelang uh, graves are there mm-hmm. where our mothers will say, no, stay in the marriage. No, he'll change. Mm-hmm. No, things will get better. They've already paid Lobola. Eh. And you stay in these situations. And, and other men, you know what they do? Uh, he will beat you today. Tomorrow, I'll Then this is what we call a second of abuse. Yes. Why one? Yes. I'll and then when I'll say, your health, your life's on the Then you are excited. Yes. And then you said, oh, Munaka one rad. And by then, others will just even take you out of your friends, remove you, go familying, go to chomin, go to own. Yeah. Just to isolate you. Yes, and yeah. then if you start doing that, then you must know that there's a problem. There's a problem. Because he's going to beat you and do whatever he wants to mm. you because no one is going to listen to you or you don't have anyone to talk to. To talk to because he's mm. isolated you. Yes. And a big problem also is like realistically, it's poverty mm. because a lot of people can't sustain themselves. They don't come from a families where there's sustainability or they can afford certain things. So sometimes they put their own lives at risk just to be able to to afford some of these things but, they don't uh, mind but let me tell you something uh, uh, our our women mm. somewhere along the way i'm blaming them mm. you know there are a lot of things that you can do to make money yeah definitely without a man hundred percent hundred percent so just because we are lazy and we, we told ourselves that I want that 4,000 rand we, uh, weave mm. and all that. Uh, and my friend, Akasem Pali, mm. and then that's why we end up in these situations in Dubai want. doing funny things. Uh, exactly. Mm. Exactly. Because uh, 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 I don't want to talk about myself because now I got since from a young age. Yeah. So that's why I want to To me, it hurts me. Mm. You know, I was working for the municipality for a long time. Mm. I was 
working, getting money and selling cakes at this other side. Mm. Just to make an extra income for yes, myself. Yes, of course. Yes. So, go and sell this. It's like, yo, I don't know. And of which is not right. It's very dangerous. Mm. It's very dangerous because there's going to come a day where they they don't know anymore they'll be willing to do anything again at the risk of their own lives mm. so let's talk about um you know some of the the things that you guys offer you know you do you've mentioned the the social workers the psychologists mm-hmm. you also provide healthcare and education so what are some of the programs that um you guys offer within these two sectors and how do they work specifically with regards to healthcare and education uh let me start with education mm. uh, when it comes to education we we all the 19 children that are in the house, yeah, they're attending school. I make sure that Amazing. I put them in school. Amazing. Because others, they never went to school before. Mm. And it's a problem when they go to school, mm. when they start school at their age. Like I've got a girl that is 16 years, yeah, but she's a kind of disabled nyana. So she went to school. She The last time she went to school, was she was in grade one. Uh. Since she was not never in school. Oh, my goodness. So I had to take her to school. And then she's doing, you know, I don't know how they call this Elson school. She's at the Les Elson school, which is Konamo. She's doing all these uh, hand works and all because she yeah. can't see clearly. Yeah. And then these other ones are going to normal government schools. They're yeah. attending school there. They've been sitting at home for a long time. Mm. Now they're struggling at school, but we are trying and we are getting... Mm. I've, I spoke to the teachers who were born and two saying mm. extra lessons for mm. these children because this is the situation. Yeah. Even to read or write, please help me. So I'm grateful for those schools that are helping me with the children. Yeah. And then for healthcare services, we, we, we offer uh, uh, healthcare services. We are dealing with children. Mm. Which is a, a, a crisis center. Okay. When we've got issues, uh, when it comes to to health, uh, health issues, we go there. Sometimes you go to the clinic. The clinic next to us, they're helping us, but they're not helping us a lot because you know what clinicing? They'll give you allergies, and then they mm. said that's it. Mm. I have to pop out money. To go and buy good pharmacy in the in the in for them, but I'm not complaining. Why is it half a loaf is better than no loaf? Yes. Sometimes mm-hmm. you must just take what you can get and use, use it to your mm-hmm. best ability. Um, so I'm just curious, as you're mentioning, some of these children that you you guys are staying with, uh, you've put them into school and they haven't been in school for many many years. So obviously they've gotten left behind. Where are the parents in this? Whole process because mm. I'm starting to to get this feeling or this vibe of like parents are not being held accountable for the part that they play or don't play in their children's lives and maybe it's getting to that dire point where now we need to start considering implementing some other laws because it just sounds like people are having children and then just like dumping their children mm. and other people to look after. Uh, you know what. Their parents, I don't know their parents, let me put it like that. They are neglected. Uh, these are some of the children that were neglected. And then, um, others have been abused. When they abuse you, then you cannot stay in that home. 
they must bring you to Cynthia so that Cynthia can take care of you. Yeah. You understand? Even now, others, their cases are but still, they don't want to go back home because I understand. They don't want to go back because it will bring flashbacks of what happened. The trauma. You know, if, mm. The trauma. If, if, if something happened here now, I don't think I'll come back here again. You can't stay in the same environment exactly. that caused you trauma. You yes. can't. So, you won't so, so heal. That's why I'm with them there. So others, Baba Memba Bona, Namashia, 10 days a month without even seeing them. Alone, with no food, with nothing. So uh, the police have to remove them and oh bring them to. Oh my God. Bye, guy. You know what? I don't yeah. answer that. I don't want to know. <laughs> they go all over. Maybe they have others who go And Ocherez are going 10 days without seeing Oh, my Lord. Oh, I'm just getting hot palpitations just thinking about it. So, before you go, Cynthia, tell us about... Um, there was an unfortunate situation where FNB froze your guys' account, and I'm sure that was not easy. Uh, that must have really affected you guys badly. So, firstly, why did they freeze your account? Secondly, have they unfrozen it? <laughs> you know what? This they froze my account firstly in February, and then they say they suspect fraud. I went to FNB fraud. What kind of fraud? Imagine that account doesn't even have fifty thousand or twenty thousand mm. or ten thousand or five thousand. Mm. As I'm, as I told you that I'm, I'm self-funded. Yeah. If child again, I'm going to thousand rand, five hundred rand. Then I said fraud, fraud have thousand rand. It's okay. Mm. Then they checked. They said, ah, sorry, ma'am. It was a mistake. We mm. apologize. Mm. Then, then they they opened the account. Yeah. Three weeks down the line, we've been affected by floods. Mm. So it was all over the newspapers. So people wanted to donate to us, saying, "No, we heard about what happened. I've got thousand rand. I've got five hundred. I only find that when they they, they uh, deposit the money or mm. transfer the money, it, it reverses uh, immediately. So they told me, uh, "Your account is not working." We are trying to put money, but it reverse immediately. I said, what? Then I woke up and went to FNB. They said, no, they suspect fraud again. But um, fraud, yeah, thousand rand. I said, what kind of fraud? This is not the first time. This is not the second. This, this is the second time, in mm. fact. And then they wrote emails to the team leader. The person that, that blocked my account, that froze my account, he froze it on the 25th of March. Mm-hmm. 27th of March resigned. What? Yes. Patum. And then from there, they were busy. I went to FNB more than, I don't know, 10 times. They wrote an email to the team leader to call me and to, t- to solve this issue. Nothing happened. The only time that this happened, that FNB took uh, action, was when News24 contacted them. Oh, then, then they, they phoned me. Oh, no, we heard about this, sorry about that. Uh, we don't know the reason why these people mm. froze your account because we don't have, it doesn't have any comments there. Mm. So we are sorry about that. You, we are opening your account. So as we speak, the account is open, it's yes, active, now, it's now, working. Yeah, now it's open and active. And then they're coming to see me because I said to them, oh, what about all the monies that were reversed? Yeah. 
because they were going to make a difference in of these course. children. Do you know how much is Pampers for 13 children? <sighs> Do you know how much is Baby Formula for 13 children? Oh my God. Get your so, so our lunch boxes for 19 children, mm. food for those abused women, and mm. even for everybody in the house. When they come back from school, they need food. Exactly. So, we suffered a lot. Mm. It affected us so bad that uh, I told them that we need, they, they need to do something. So then they promised to come and visit us on the 20th. I don't know if that is, that will happen. Hi, they we'll better come. See. They better come. Like literally, mm. because they've obviously cost you guys a lot. But what I like is that it didn't stop you. Mm. You had, you found a way. You kept going. I kept going because you have going. to. You can't yeah. disappoint all the people that you're looking after. All those little boys and girls and all the abused mm. women. You can't disappoint them. And that's the beauty about mm. being in the kind of work that you're in. It's always, and I say this a lot, the people that give the most are the people that don't have a lot. Exactly. They give mm. the little that they have. Mm. And that is, it's, it's just a beautiful thing. Oh, Cynthia, you know, we've run out of time. There's still so much mm. I want to ask you, but before we go, if anybody's listening and they want to contribute to your organization, how do they do so? How do they contact you? How do they get a hold of you? If they want to even just come and, and visit and check up on you, like okay. give me all the information. Okay. If you want to contact us, our cell phone number is 067. Seven nine one four seven three seven, and the other one is zero seven three seven seven eight four double six five, and you can visit our website, which is www.trnco.com, and then we are we are based in Kempton Park, number ninety one Elgin Road, Van Riebeck Park. Kempton Park and then our Facebook page is Chirufaza Rona Welfare and Community Organizations well there you have it so if you're listening and you've been moved and you want to help in any way our Cynthia just shared all the information I wish you guys all the best and I know that mm-hmm. something's good gonna something good is gonna come out of this interview that Thank we did today so and somebody listening out there is gonna say why is it king let me help them because the work that they're doing mm-hmm. is so amazing Thank so please so don't much. stop. The world needs more people like you. <laughs> no. If you're at home, thank you so much for listening as well. I will see you next time you tune into Life with LeBan, courtesy of cliffcentral.com. Cliffcentral.com.